Hello and welcome to Vampire Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. We are here to create a superhero from scratch, like we've done dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times before. And as always, I'm Demon Knight, and I'm here to lead you through the process of building a superhero alongside my very, 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 very good friends, Jade Sarson and Joshua Randall. Hello, y'all. Are you ready to make a superhero from scratch? Um, as we've done dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times before. Yeah, um, I'm feeling a lot of pressure, though, from the, the, the very, 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 very good friends um, angle. Mm, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that's... Does, does that mean, come with, like, responsibilities? Um, just to basically not, like, disappoint me or make me look like a <laughs> fool. Ah. Oh, I, I can guarantee one of those things, but... Uh... <laughs> Listen, no, I've made a promise now. I've I've made like a, an oral, verbal, almost mental promise to our audience now. Like they've tuned in expecting a, a good show um, with good hosts. That's kind of like you know the sh- we are the the uh, vehicle for the show to be good. So it doesn't matter how good the the contents of the car is. If you can't drive the show to the audience, then it it you know what I mean. I sure. will bet good money before this episode has ended, you will have made a fool of yourself. I'll take that bet. <laughs> Done. I will take that bet. Anyway, <laughs> so you know we're we're here to. I guess this might be this might be our last show actually. Um, <laughs> now I know I'm springing this upon you, uh, you 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 guys um, and our audience, but I feel like this might be our last show because. Um, the, the very wise people who control our daily lives, the UK government, have decided to uh, open her up, basically. They're, they're throwing away the rules, and we're just going to be able to uh, laugh, live, love, and lick each other's faces without uh, without any sort of worry. Which means the podcast industry is going to go down. The entertainment industry as a whole is going to go down. Not the podcast industry. The podcast industry is done. So much of the GDP relies on podcasts. <laughs> that might be the funniest joke you've ever made, Josh, on this on this podcast. Oh no! But like, we're we're going outside now, and we're never coming back in. We're like kids in summer. So we this is it. What? So we're like we're gonna be like kids in summer. You're not gonna see us for six weeks. We're gonna be outside, and then in six weeks' time, we'll be back, and we'll have a new episode. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Um. Actually, that sounds pretty. Yeah, pretty six-week break. No, hmm. no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you don't want to listen to a podcast with the lads down the pub. You don't do that. Yeah, but surely, if people are starting to, you know, commute to work again and stuff, then there's more opportunity for them to listen to podcasts than there are when they're at home. There's also more opportunities for them to get sick, but that's neither here nor there. No, 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 no. You know, we don't, we don't get sick anymore. We've got the vaccine. The vaccine's oh, fine. Oh, right, Everyone's yeah. fine. Aha! Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You've made a fool of yourself, Dean. There, uh, there Because hey. lots of people won't realise that sarcasm. No, I, I'm. No, I, I, I like to think I project my intentions quite clearly <laughs> with everything I say. Mm-hmm. Um, with everything what? I say. So what were your intentions with bringing up the uh, this being the last episode? Was there a point to it? Or were you making a political message? Uh, the point was twofold, Joshua. First point was to take a, a little cheeky jab at how we're opening up when, you know... It's a mistake. Pandemic. It's, it's yeah, very simply a mistake. The end, right? Yep. What's the other point? And, hey, hey, you out there. Wear, still wear a mask when you oh, go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's tempting. Oh, I know it's I get pretty it uncomfy. Now. Speaking of masks, uh, well, no, I wasn't going to do that. Second, second okay. uh, iteration of me making a fool of myself. My second point on bringing this up, Freedom Day. I guess that's kind of like a quote-unquote superhero, uh, superhero thing as well. Freedom and justice. Okay. Yep. No. Go. 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 Okay. Remember, second point was um, the generator we're using today, because mm-hmm. you know. There's a lot of talk about, um, you know, the science backs us opening up, the the hospitalizations are down, deaths are down. Well, we're just going to have to learn to live with the virus. The only people who can learn to live with viruses are scientists. So my thinking is, in a clever twist of sort of uh, SEO-ism, what if, 
Have we actually had a mad scientist name for the podcast? Mm, I don't know, but I would only say that because when I think of the kind of scientists going a bit odd, mm. I don't think they have names for them. I think their names are just their names. Mm. Well, I, I remember reading about one guy. I, I don't think Frank. Became... I don't think Frankenstein had a nickname. I mean. His name was Frankenstein. Dude didn't need a nickname. Yeah, but that's his name. I mean, I mean, even did did you not have like that that friend at school who had a name that was so good that they didn't need a nickname? Now, fortunately <laughs> enough for me, I was that guy. Um, you know, there's not a lot of workshopping you need to do with Muck Knight. Mm-hmm. But everyone had that kid in school that had like a ridiculous name. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that one doctor who was like whose last name was Doom. And they became a doctor partially because, you know, they could be Dr. Doom. Yeah. But now is our chance to make a mad scientist name using the what's your science name? Your science it's easy. name? Mad scientist tra- register trademark. What is your science name from Super Camps on Facebook? <laughs> it's it's time. Uh-huh. So this this is just a birthday month and letter your first name. So uh... Yeah, I can see why Facebook would want us to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's get into some real targeted advertising right, territory dibs. here. Dibs. Uh, uh, Jade's got dibs. Right. So birth month June. Yep. So that's the unbelievable. Uh, first letter of first name was it? Yes. J. The unbelievable Jurassic. Na 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 na. I I kind of believe that there was. A time period called the Jurassic, and it was pretty unbelievable. You see the size of those fucking uh, <laughs> lizards; they're fucking massive. Josh, uh, November and R. Uh, yours is supersonic <laughs> radioactive. That's not a thing. They're just two words. Yeah. Those are just two sciencey words pushed together, and they expect us to make a superhero from this. You, Dean, give us a banger. All right, so I am September. That's Doctor. Yes, 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 yes. Good. Uh, Doctor Decibel. Oh. Hello now. Hello. I, I can work with Doctor Decibel. Yeah, I can do that. Now I know. I know this is just your, your standard like double barrel name, just mm-hmm. the two, the two words. But I feel like we've had a spate of complex, like proper creative thoughts so maybe dr decibel is just our little summer holiday you said it yourself josh this is our six weeks out in the sun playing on our bikes <laughs> yes i agree I, give me simplicity let us flourish from the simple seed into a very complex tree you hmm. may now flourish jade all right okay no like now uh, now now like now yeah yeah okay <laughs> yeah. Uh, on cue on cue okay uh, good ideas, good ideas. Um, and go. Do we want to lean into like it's it it's gonna be sound based, right? I was gonna I was just gonna make sure if you knew what a decibel was. Yeah, I yeah look, you're... look. I know I'm well, unfamiliar with music, um, but sound, sound, I understand. Well, in a way, because decibels measure sound intensity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just a quick little schmoogle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amplitude, reported on the decibel scale, measures its pressure or forcefulness. Yeah. Oh. Which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the more amplitude a sound has, the louder it is. There you go. Um, I remember reading um, an article saying if you had an explosion that caused a sound that was 300 decibels, you'd make a black hole. It's pretty powerful stuff. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. Like, mm-hmm. like that... that sound wave that's created by an explosion that sort of wave that sort of tears and pushes objects that that's just like one big sound when you think about it you know that's just the air being just that really quickly like at tens of thousands of miles an hour now so so is this you, you know how like the typical or rather the stereotypical cartoonish vision of a scientist is someone in a lab like with little pipettes and mm. beakers dripping different coloured liquids, right? And then taking yep. notes on how they react. Is Dr. Decibel in the same situation, but instead of beakers and pipettes, it's like instruments and objects, and they're like making, like they're crafting soundscapes and recording the results? Yes. 
I want that. I, I, I'm pleased by that image. Um, yeah. Maybe, okay, right. You're, we're into music now. I can, I, no, no, I have no, no, ideas no, I said for music. Sounds. I said no, soundscapes, no, no. it's different. What, what is music but a rhythmic sound, Jade? Mm. It's okay, take my hand. We're gonna like, I'm gonna ease you into this, this pool of music. I'm gonna make sure that you won't go under too fast and you'll, you'll float, I promise. I feel like I've mentioned it too many times on this podcast to not clarify. I like music. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, just... there's liking music, and then there's, you know, like these dooby dooby doos who dig into every last song on the radio and learn Oh, yeah. Like, my, my problem isn't music. My problem is in the discussion of music, I don't understand all of the uh, jargon. You appreciate uh, you... music in practice, but not in theory. Yes. Yeah, you. That that's not your realm, though. The audio mm-hmm. arts aren't your realm. You're you're in the visual arts. Exactly. So please, please do little asides whenever you use some strange mm. jargon, please. Let me introduce you, friends, to this um, scientist's main either weapon or possession. I really want them to have what's known as a whamola. Do you know what a whamola is? <laughs> no. It sounds like something I should be eating. <laughs> no, don't eat the whamola. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite musicians is a guy called Les Claypool, who uh, was the basis for a little band called Primus. You know, mm-hmm. he, the Jerry was the race car driver. Yes. Tommy the Cat. Um, John, John the Fisherman. John the Fisherman. That da, guy. Da, 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 uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Slam it. God. Are you are you patching in, in, in Spotify the into the call? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, God, it's like it's like Leslie was right. Anyway, no. So um, later on in his career, um, Les Claypool got weirder um, than he he was in his primus days, which is saying something. And he has this instrument called a whamola, which is mm-hmm. essentially um, if you imagine like a cello, but it's just like a straight strip of wood. No, like, bowing or anything like that. Just, like, one straight piece of wood uh, with one bass string um, threaded on this wood. And at the top, there's a handle that he can increase and decrease the uh, tension of Mm. that one string. And he plays that string by um, tapping it with a drumstick. So what you basically have is a one-string bass that you don't really have any frets, so you operate with a handle, and it makes some really cool sounds, like... (gasps) it's it's very cool that just sounds like a really what's what's the word i'm looking for stupid way to play a normal bass hey listen it's about pushing the the boundaries of what's deemed normal i'm sure if i saw it and heard it i'd be like oh i understand the difference but you just make it sound like a normal bass being played in a stupidly difficult way um i believe a song using the whammo that was the theme theme tune for like south park for a little bit because let's <laughs> let's claypool did the theme for south park as well anyway no um i could rattle on about him for us no um but yeah let's let's make uh dr decibel weird and musical just experimental. We yeah. gotta stay in that remit. I so think. I'm, you I'm know. picturing them in the lab with this. Uh, was it a whamola? Was it whamola? Yes. The whamola, and like one hand is on the the handle, you know, lowering and and uh, raising the tension, but then mm-hmm. the other hand is just grabbing assorted objects and whacking the the string and yes. documenting yes. the different results. Yes, that's good. I like that a whole lot. But like not um, just instrument based objects. I'm talking any objects like okay. Smack it with a cat. <laughs> smack it with a book. I can't believe we've we've dragged him back into our lives, but Music Man. <laughs> Think Music Man. As music in here. Music there. Music music everywhere. Music music everywhere. The sound of like a cat's need... paws playing with, with string. I, I feel like we might need to have a small like appendix for this bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put this in the footnotes because people may not understand who the music man is. Um, yeah, who was in John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch? Yes, um, mm-hmm. who was just a character played by Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, who was the the music man, and he just made music from everywhere, but he yeah. wasn't great at it. <laughs> no, he hadn't prepared anything, so he just kind of showed up and was like, 
listen to the sound of this tap dripping and the tap was too tight so it didn't drip at all um mm. that sort of thing so this is this this doctor is the antithesis of music man because yeah. they prep there's a lot of chaos yes yeah the, the um, chaos comes from the sheer amount of prep instead of mm. the sheer lack of prep um right i'm scared to go any th- further before we characterize dr decibel because we we could do a whole lot of shit just now i was like oh maybe they have like a big like synthesizer board and they're doing all the wiry stuff they do with that and i was like no 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 we're getting ahead we need to know who they are and then we can tailor let's tailor the the experience to them okay i have it can can they be sweaty can they be like <laughs> so focused i just want to draw like a single thick bead of sweat coming down the side of their forehead as they focus intently on their latest sound experiment um why do you want to draw that because it's is it fun. because it can then look like one of those music notes <gasps> oh that's very good oh josh don't give him an excuse <laughs> damn that's good well that's, that's the illustration, that's illustration. yeah i'll check go. i'll check out the episode i'll just go do that now <laughs> while you <laughs> now are you happy josh we lost jade because of your very good idea <laughs> it's fine i mean i also had another idea because oh, i wasn't no. so are uh, is um dr decibel they're creating sound yeah mm-hmm what are they doing with it? Ah, that's a good question. Hmm. Because the idea I was going to have was taking away sound. Oh. Hmm. Um, because for some reason I was looking at healthyhearing.com and about what what is a <laughs> decibel. And it basically mentioned a list of like common sounds and how they measure up. Because apparently the louder the sound, the shorter the amount of time it takes to damage hearing. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, repeated or prolonged more than eight hours a day. Exposure to la- to noise louder than 85 decibels can permanently damage hearing. Mm-hmm. So to go for like a list of common sounds, uh, 60 decibels is just normal conversation. Yep. Little like podcast, you can listen to that for more than eight hours a day and you're fine. Unless we start shrieking and stuff, in which yeah. case, maybe not. Um, heavy city traffic is 85, so too much of that, that'll hurt your hearing. A mm-hmm. lawnmower is 90. Um, oh... An MP3 player at maximum volume is 105. Oh, turn it down. <laughs> oh, no. Turn it down. Um, sirens are 120. Concerts are 120. And the one that made me start thinking about um, taking away sound was at firearms, which are 150 decibels. Hmm. Yeah. And it suddenly made me think of the idea of removing the sound and removing the effect of said item. Hmm. So, um, to take that example... Let's say they're taking away the sound of the gunshot. Mm. Does that mean the bullet doesn't leave the barrel of the gun? Um, or that it can leave, but it just doesn't... It kind of flies, but it doesn't... It's one of those things okay. like... Um, I remember watching... There's an oh, there's a good video essay about uh, Jackie Chan and the way that he would edit his fight scenes mm-hmm. and how he'd always edit... If he was punching someone, he'd, he'd most of the time edit it so you could have the effect twice like it shows the punch and then it shows it kind of again and for some reason i thought of like the sound of a punch and then i thought well if you just got rid of that because the edit is like the but if you got rid of that noise it's like it could almost be like you're punching a pillow at which point it's kind of useless like you lose the impact of it yeah so this is basically the opposite of green hyena then where they would use sound as a weapon we are taking away a sound to nullify it Every episode, Dean, I am shocked at your ability to recount heroes, <laughs> especially that far back. That's episode one. Yeah, that's well. episode one. I barely like, remembered Green Hyena full stop, and here you are reeling off their power. Oh my god! You need to send me this Excel spreadsheet you must be looking at before <laughs> each episode. You, the you know the spreadsheet I look at. Um, before I go to bed, and our wall of <laughs> illustrations that I he kisses them caress. all good night every day. Like. <laughs> good night, Stone. All of my Muller. children. Yeah. Good night, Harley. Deadline. Call of Justice. Stop. Good night, uh, <laughs> Bleach Ruby. Anyway, no. What if they could absorb that sound into the Wamola? Yeah. What if that was like sort of the the Ghostbusters trap of sound, and then from there, you know, maybe they all like imagine absorbing a gunshot. And like you got that string vibrating. Oh, then you... okay, okay. They have to play. Okay, here's how they do it. Instead of it just being like a nonsense power, 
where it's just wow. like they hold a fucking magic hand <laughs> out and the sound disappears, right? Rude. They uh they have to play the anti sound. <laughs> this is why they study sound Ooh. all day. Because if they know no. a gunshot's coming or a punch is coming, they have to play a sound that is so the opposite of what you would expect to hear that it creates the effect. So like you said, like um the punch sounding more like uh punching a Boing. pillow softly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like rubber. So like yeah. if they played that kind of rubbery like sound, yeah. then the person being punched, their face would just like bounce back, like wow. Mm. And the villain punching them would just be like, What the f- what the fuck is what is wrong with your face? <laughs> What about the the gunshot example? Hmm. What's the anti sound of a gunshot? I don't know. I mean, like, I that... thought I thought you were gonna go for like um, a resonance thing where mm. you know you play a sound at the same frequency. Ah, that because that's how you break um, crystal wine glasses. You... I can't mm. I can't suggest that myself, Dean, because I don't know what sounds have the same frequencies as other sounds because I'm one, not versed in that. One is more scientific and is more correct yes one idea is more fun <laughs> that's true which one that are we gonna true. go with yeah yeah i'll just put my science in the bin i guess no we could combine them if you know what yeah. stuff sounds similar like on a similar I mean, frequency then yeah you know. in a way yeah like they've also because it's all good knowing which sound is going to nullify the effect but it's got to be loud enough to nullify it mm, yeah yes so they yeah, can you... still be like opening up like they're like watching a video of um oh, I can't think of like some stupid superhero ability but they're sat at their like TV with massive speakers opening pots of yogurt and just seeing like <laughs> what the sound of like pulling open the lid makes the sound of and it's like does that sound like them stamping their foot mm. or like like yanking trying up to the ground like <laughs> trying yeah, to replicate like... the sound of like an opening yogurt pot on the Wamola they'll get it yeah they'll get it that's the thing it's all about the experimentation so i think that's that's probably a good medium i mean like i I think we can do both i think both are fine like one Mm. if you get the resonance right you just straight up cancel it or you can alter it you can use alteration Mm. powers to turn that punch into like uh, a rubbery um Mm. funny hilarious punch even better you you know sometimes the third option is the best option do both (laughs) And also, it's a bit more interesting okay. than just having a... Because obviously, as soon as you get into, like, sound-based heroes, it is very easy to fall into a, well, you know, too much sound bad. Like, yeah. oh, big old, uh, like... Boring. I mean, we, we all love, like, a good old, like, strum of the guitar and, like, magical musical notes pop out and attack people. That's always mm. fun. If I see if I see one more panel of Black Canary just shouting... <laughs> oh, I was about to say, I just love when she just yells at people and they get fucked. Like, Oh, no, great. it's fine. It's fine, but like one trick pony much. It's just oh, they're on stage singing, and oh, the crowd's getting uh, rowdy. Oh, it's that panel where the the circles come out the mouth. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In terms of presentation, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. But if your superpower is literally I scream and it creates big old sound waves, I don't think there is much you can do in terms of uh, <laughs> like yeah, uses. I'd I don't argue. Like... You're wrong. I mean, of course, I mean, if we want to go on a tangent for a while, we can talk about how black, different ways that Black Canary could shout into things and make I'm it I'm just better. saying, like, it circles kind of zooming out in, like, a, a cone is the basic, and then you have, like, the... What I'm literally looking at right now on Audacity, the fucking sound waves on a line. Um, mm. but now, then... A lot of artists don't do that, though. They take the easy way out. Well, I mean, artists, you can that's, also that's, do a, that's a visual medium. They don't know anything well, about yeah. sound. Yeah, but there's the best one, which is when someone yells and their 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 yell becomes onomatopoeia, like massive mm. bubble lettering that actually has an impact, as if it's a physical mm. object within the space. I love that shit. It's, That's mm. great. Is that what Green Hyena did? Yeah, I don't remember. Roughly. Okay. Or they took like other uh, onomatopoeias and basically like peeled them out of the comic. Oh, okay. Mm. But yeah. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, that's right. We're doing that thing that I don't like in comics where we um, <laughs> try and replicate sound in a visual f- format. And This is like your um, like your white whale. You can yeah. never quite figure out the best way to do it. 
Because or is like, there a just, best way to do it? It never makes sense to me, is the problem. Like, you're, you're trying to... Um, you know, you're trying to give the audience a different sense to the one they're engaged mm. with. And, like, what's the point when you might as well maximize uh, the the medium you have? It's... Yeah. Mm. It, you're, you're not building a comic to be a comic at that point. If you're like, I want to do a comic about a band, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're trying to, like, um, trying to see the sound, if you're trying mm. to, like, make us um, feel the music, like, stop rewrite at that point it's like trying to you know it's the other way around if you're trying to be overly uh visual of your music or if you're trying to um you know make a video game where um all you're doing is showing like straight pictures to an audience that's a film you know at that point you make a film you know if you want to make mm. a comic you make a comic if you want to make a band you make a band you know what i mean sure. yeah no, i can see what you mean like passionate about this yeah the issue i suppose comes with obviously reading music is very much a skill Mm. not everyone has it i Mm. certainly don't um so when you do sound in a comic do you actually draw out like the notes and everything because Mm. you're going to alienate half of your readership potentially even more who don't know how to read music i'm almost certain we had this conversation because (laughs) i remember talking about scott pilgrim have we like, did, um, and then I brought up Given and how. Yeah, you brought yeah. Up Given. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you were like, "No, no, no it can be done because in Given, but Given, Given's quite good because it doesn't try to tell you what the sound is. It's mm. more trying to invoke the feeling of the sound, yes. which is based well, in that's, memory. That's why I'd like to interject and get us back on track by saying, <laughs> you don't illustrate the sound being played um, coming from mm. the Wamola. Like, there's no kind of, like, outward cone of, of whatever visual sound effect. There's no notes. There's no words. You mm, just yeah. see, um, like... Yeah, you, you get the impression of what the sound is by seeing the effect it has on the events unfolding. Um, exactly. So we, we stuck with, like, gunshot and punching before, but can we think of another, mm-hmm. like, villainous action... And anti-action. Uh, car, engine, you're either altering the engine so it's much less powerful, so it goes slower, or you're just turning it off. Easy. So what's Next. the sound that engine is making? Oh, um, what you could do is you could have um, someone putting their foot down to kind of like rev up the getaway car. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But uh, Dr. Decibel is there with their Wamola, and they have mimicked it. So every time they put the foot down, it makes a... Squeaky duck noise. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because then you've also got that pressure as well. So what you get then, what you get is like a panel or two of the the revving happening, right? So it'll be mm-hmm. like the foot on the pedal, um, and then pressed down on the pedal, and in between those, you've got these really thin panels. Stay with me, of like. Yeah. The vum, 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 and the car like fucking shaking with the force of the vum, the revving. Mm. But then after that, so it's it's foot on pedal, vum, 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 foot pressing down, vum, 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 foot lifted up again, mm. and then <laughs> foot pressing down on a rubber ducky. Easy. There you go. Yeah. Wee. I mean, you could even what with like this idea. Um, like you could just use like icons how so um so like for the car revving have like a little kind of i suppose speech bubble of like a wheel screeching mm-hmm. then the wamola comes out and that changes into a duck noise because you're reading it and you are implying it through the visual medium hmm. Hmm. that in your mind, you kind of know what a duck noise sounds like, and in your mind, you know what a car revving like. But weren't but that's the point. Like. So, like, weren't weren't we saying like we want to use the visual medium? Mm. Yeah. So, like, for me, I feel like if you have icons, it's a little too handholdy. Okay. So, like. Yeah, these readers are babies. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Some of them are. The, uh, readers of this uh, comic are. <laughs> but my point is that like. By transforming the pedal into the rubber ducky, we've seen... Oh, actually, yeah. 
really clearly yeah like that the sound has been affected Mm. because you you'd hear it in your mind like the press down causing the revving so the press down you'd you'd know what like you say people know what a fucking rubber duck sounds like Mm. Um, but if you just go speech bubble coming from the wheel of the car or whatever Mm. and then speech bubble where the it's just another speech bubble coming from the car but uh, the car but there's a duck it's like yeah. That's going to take a bit more brain work to put two and two okay. together there. Mm. Okay. Who well, I mean, I is... Would, just as a side note, I suppose not everyone would know what a rubber duck sounds like. No, I suppose not. What a gross um, simplification of the the, the topic there. <laughs> what, I mean, obviously it works. I was just thinking, like, I suppose if they don't. I tell you what this book comes with. Do you remember mm-hmm. um, <laughs> when when you were a kid... Did yeah, you ever... I know exactly where you go. <laughs> Did you <laughs> ever buttons. get those books that with came the with the little plastic thing along the side and it had loads of little picture buttons and each time mm-hmm. you pressed one of the pictures, it made a sound. <laughs> and when and you, you press one the book... and then Simba would go, I just can't wait to be king. And then you press yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. And... <laughs> and Pumba Burpin. So yeah. the way you'd read the book was every, like, so often in the, in the passages, there'd just be a little icon and you'd have to press the icon to get the sound. <laughs> uh, that's... That's the idea we're going with, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Each comic it? would come with one of those. That's that's the one. Oh uh, fuck! I have to draw the cover now with like. I was going to say you've got to factor that into the illustration. Yeah, 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 uh, definitely. No, okay. Who? I'm going to slice in before anyone else speaks. Who oh. is Doctor Doom? We need a character now. Doctor oh. Decibel. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Doom. Marvel comics. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we know. <laughs> quite, Doom quite well known. I have a feeling people have been re- writing him for quite a while, <laughs> and yeah, like probably got. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, you sweet fool, you. Yeah, he toots, and no one toots. No one tells him to stop the toot. Um, <laughs> okay, so which is, Dr. I guess, fitting for this. Dr. Uh, who is Dr. Decibel? I've, yeah, I've contributed that they are sweaty. Now mm-hmm. it falls to you. Um, shit. Uh, I tried nothing. Swe- sweaty implies that they're like quite frantic and um, mm. like there's I don't a lot. I of... want them to be frantic, though. I want them. No, to no, be... no. Let, let me let me uh, clarify. Okay. Um, frantic, but. They contain that that chaotic franticness. That yeah. that's what causes the sweat. You see. Oh, right. Yeah, I get you. They're a very restrained um, individual. Almost like you know, like a, a a rock star on stage when they're you know they're they're really chill and they're playing and they're like really in it, but you can just see like sweat just mm. um, beating off mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. their temple and stuff. That mm-hmm. kind of. That's what I was going sweat. for. Now you yeah. may now you may build on my sweat idea. Please. please uh, well. They're, they're a doctor, so they're very highly educated, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, we, we said that they're restrained, but are they in terms of, like, their style? And, obviously, if they're going quite frantically about, like, experiments, are they... Maybe it's when... Maybe this is someone who is, like... You know, they love sound. They don't just love music, but they love sound. You know, like, mm-hmm. an artist walks around the trees and they're like, Oh, such beautiful nature. Mm. Yeah, this is someone who hears the birds tweeting. They're like, ah, such wonderful sounds. Yeah, they would walk among the trees and where the artist would be like, look at the colours of the leaves. They would be like, ah, listen to the susurrus of the leaves. Mm. Mm. There's there's someone who draws inspiration from, you know, all over the place. Um, Maybe they have like a bandolier of um, note takers. Um, What's what's the the recorders? You know the ones that journalists have. Oh, Mm. Oh, dictaphone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and they, they, you know, they dress up in all kinds of like recording gear. They want to capture every sound. Um, they, they have uh, insurance on their ears. They want to know what all these sounds are for. And I'm trying to think what their motivation is. Come on, Dean. Come on, Dean. Doing this 126 episodes. Uh, Josh. What, their motivation? For what? Saving the day? For, yeah, for doing what they do. Mm, I suppose they know that their power... It isn't a as ever we've kind of gone with more of a support hero mm-hmm i i yeah now you've made a fool of yourself for uh, falling back on that old idea <laughs> no because i mean you know i think one of some of our more recent heroes have a bit more been more proactive so it's fine mm. um but i suppose it's more of a i can't stop the punches but i can at least try and uh, mitigate the damage them. yeah but maybe their main motivation is they just like playing with sound yeah. They're, yeah. And they're what's like a, more creative than like, oh, a speedster just ran past me and pummeled 
and like picked up this robber and stuff and like tied him into a tree. So many sounds in there. Like there's gonna be so many like the patter of the speedster's feet. (laughs) Yeah. Like they go to sleep to the sound of the speedster running and stuff. Or like (laughs) Oh, have you ever noticed that when someone shoots ice out their hands, like the noise is so like ooh, crispy. The crinkling Mm. is magical. Yeah. Maybe they're maybe they I didn't want them to work in music because that's easy peasy and we don't do easy peasy here at BBRP. What if they're like, what if by day of their alter ego is like a Foley artist for like a, either a video game studio or a film studio or like their own thing? What if they're mm-hmm. like someone who literally collects sounds for other people to use? Yeah, I love that. I fucking love mm. Foley artists so much. Yeah. Again, watching... Um, all of the Lord of the Rings documentaries in lockdown has given me a new appreciation for that art, which looks fun as fuck, to put it bluntly. Mm. So what if maybe maybe part of their power? I know we're I'm backtracking here, but maybe part of their power is the collection of sounds. Maybe they can take a gunshot from here and give it to someone else for them to use later. You know, what I if they kind, take? I kind of don't want them to have a power. Yeah. I kind of want them to just be using their skill that they've amassed through all these experiences. Yes. And be like, oh, I know this. I did a gunshot like two weeks ago on this stupid crime drama. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know what that sounds like because Mm. I've had to replicate that professionally. But now I'm so good at sound. I can um, imitate it using a one string bass guitar and a drumstick. Let me go into my mind arena, and you know they're just in reckon... front of a a big, big old fantasy audience, and they're just trying to figure out how to replicate sound. <laughs> Do you reckon there's one one sound that they hate, and it's the Wilhelm scream? Mm. Oh, I mean, we of all course. we all hate that. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I you know have what? collected a, nice... a myriad of strange ethereal screams for you mm. that are are gut wrenching and painful sounding, and you want to <laughs> use that. Again, mm. surely their worst enemy then is like the the stock artists, yeah. you know the 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 vault of sound effects. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of ones you might hear that one um stock sound effect they use in Roller Coaster Tycoon. That's just like crowd on Roller Coaster. Mm. It's like yeah, eh, eh, eh. Mm. Um, the the stock door opening with like a cree. Yep, mm. yep, yep. Um, just. Those are Doctor. Oh, the, the punches. The punches that sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Every oh, single God. cat noise. Yeah. Like every time they're trying what a cat. That one. Like just just a picture of it. Like they'll have a bit bit of like film of a cat not making us like not moving their mouth at all, but it's still got kind of got like a. Oh God. Kind of noise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Lame superhero origin. What if they are a foley artist, but. Um, they've just become incredibly more driven to be a better artist because everyone they've worked for has relied on stock sound effects so much mm. that they needed to up their game in order to, well, one, impress their employers, but two, also <laughs> just to treat the the art of sound with respect. Well, yeah, they're Could here for it... the authenticity, the real yeah. sound. But do you know what else? Money. <laughs> um... <laughs> When you were talking no, about like the um, like collecting sound and stuff, I suddenly had a little brainwave of love, like Spider Man. Yeah. Peter Parker taking photos <gasps> of yeah, Spider Man yeah. and selling them. <laughs> yes. Doctor Decibel is going to be recording sounds of superheroes. Like, oh my god! Like Jerry, where did you get this really good sound <laughs> of like this uh, like crinkle crackle? It's like I, I, you know, I can't tell you, but you know, I've just been playing about in my flat. <laughs> And I've managed to make this. Little did they know that the other day, Iceman was trying to stop a bunch of bank robbers, and their Doctor Decibel oh was God. with one of the one of their little dictaphones, and they're just like, "Yep, got that- boom arm." <laughs> they just lift a boom arm on the like several yeah. telescopic rods across the fight arena. Can can they have like some sort of backpack that extends out into like a boom arm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. you know, like um, mm. our good friend Sam Porter Bridges from Death Stranding. <laughs> That, but like um, a fucking like uh, a muff on the top of that. You know, mm. you know what this has reminded me of. Um, that uh, oh, oh, Azerken. What what was the full title? 
Oh, oh keep your hands off. Um, keep your hands off. Yeah. Do you remember the the Foley the Foley kid in that? Yeah. They had like a mm. whole um like room full of sounds that they'd recorded yeah. and shit. That mm. that's that's got to be a room in this person's. Mm. That's abode. on the mood board. Put it on yeah. the mood board. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like we've broken the back of this hero so hard, um, and they are they are a hero, right? Yeah, I I think there's a twofold to their heroics. Yeah. They want to help out by reducing, like... I mean, they can reduce damage with, like, getting rid of the punch noises and stuff. But Mm. then also, they're they're helping themselves because, like, so often in, like, superheroic kind of comics media and stuff, their personal life is so impacted by, like, their superhero stuff. Like... yeah. You know, I mean, what, obviously our favourite image in all of comics is Spider-Man walking away from the uh, the costume in the bin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. because it was getting in the way. Do you but think... This is hold on, like hold on. Sort of, Do you think mm-hmm. he turned back to the alleyway and quickly snapped a picture of the costume in the bin and was like, well, get a little last bit of money. Of <laughs> oh, must have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he wasn't a fucking idiot, he would have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I kind of want Dr. Decibel to have their superhero life and their personal life and work life kind of in like a perfect symbiosis. I agree. Mm. 100%. Listen, yes. As soon as I clock off, yeah, sure, I'm going to go help out bank robbers. Obviously, people at work don't know this. Mm. But also, like, it's going to make so much life so much easier for me when I get back to work in the morning because I'll have the little pit of power of uh, the Flash analogies feet. Also, you say in the morning, but... If movie documentaries have taught me anything, yeah. it's that Foley artists work at really strange hours quite often. Yeah, but no, their life, their life is sound. Yes, it just it is a gravitational pull that affects everything, and that has that's sort of like the 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 sun at the center of this story. And mm. uh, like I said, I, I, it's going to be t- tough to put a new sense into a visual medium, but it'll be funny to do it. Um, uh, we need a new Spider-Man it. anyway. Like this, this pretender they have in the MCU, that ain't Spider-Man. So we need a new one, and maybe we can have Sound Spider-Man. Mm. Sp- All right, Sp- Spound-Man. They already know. have a name. It's Doctor Decibel team. <laughs> Do- yeah, Doctor Decibel. That's the right. Um, not like, Doctor Doom. I feel like um, when you come up with a story like this, where some may say like, oh, but where's the drama? Where's the conflict in the story? Doesn't every story need to have conflict? Like, Mm. if they're good at their job, they must be bad at heroing. Or if they're good at heroing, they must be bad at everything else in their life. But like, no, you don't need to have like suffering in your story for it to be interesting. Um, No. Like the interest here will come from... The, the choices of sounds to replace other sounds yeah. and how they then go on to use the sounds that they've stolen mm. in and their maybe, daily life. Maybe that doesn't result in a story that's incredibly deep or meaningful, but maybe it will. But, you know, I'm not going into Dr. Decibel and trying to come up with some ground-shaking, um, you know, hypothesis or um, thesis statement. I just want to make a comic about sounds. Yeah, I just want to, you know, uh, read a comic about a car sounding like a squeaky toy. <laughs> I want to read a comic about how the rustling of a tree can be used to make uh, a supervillain feel like there's someone in the bushes stalking them when, in fact, there isn't, and that's how the heroes get the jump on them. Um, obviously, a bit late in the game to be thinking about it, but could they also use sound to make soup other heroes' stuff work better? I think that'd be a part of it. Yeah. Or could it just be the removal of sound and overpowering of it removes the power? I mean, they're a good person. Like, um, you could argue, like, the whole exploiting this this um, theft of sound for their job is a selfish mm. thing, but I wouldn't say so. But uh, if they're there anyway nicking sounds from heroes why wouldn't they try and boost the heroes while mm. while they're there you know if i'm here anyway i might as well try and help right yeah that's that's sort of part of their tactical advantage as well that's you know part of their repertoire if they can weaken villains then surely they can boost heroes mm. as well yeah definitely i agree for that. S- so yeah. someone goes for a punch and it just sounds like an anvil hitting something like in a mm. looney tunes cartoon 
they put mm. like a metallic twang on it and mm. you know suddenly Go-tunk. it becomes like a hammer yeah oh mm. and like they'll know what a satisfying sound is as mm. well like even a glancing blow or sound like friggin mjolnir hitting the, <laughs> the core of the earth one thing about costume mm-hmm. do they have a wig and a if wig? so how well for some reason when i I only say wig because when I thought about like Dr. Decibel, like master of music and stuff, I mm-hmm. thought of like an Amadeus kind of wig. You know, like have you ever seen have you seen Amadeus? <laughs> no. The, uh, the old time like rolls. Yeah, like the big old kind of Edwardian, ridiculously sized. What I'll do is I'll send you a photo of it now, and then, dear listeners, on a Sunday before the episode comes out, we'll post a couple of out of context little um do you bits. mean Edwardian? Like, I'm pretty sure that's not Edwardian period to have those wigs. Oh, isn't it? Wigs. I, I'm not history. Josh, that's so anachronistic. I'm gonna, you. You, you're thinking, <laughs> are you thinking of like the the um, Marie Antoinette type things or, or yeah, something else? Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, like a judge wears. Right, right. Kind of. Oh, that's actually quite a bit fluffier. Yeah. But that looks like a microphone, so it's thematic. Yeah, that could What, work. Mozart's I mean, wig? Or Amadeus. Yeah, the, the one I've just sent you is uh, Mozart in I will, Amadeus. I would allow it, but they have oh. to have, like, sort of their ears clear. They need. Ah, see, mm. yes, this was going to be my uh, suggestion. Perhaps we can combine the two. Mm-hmm. I was going to suggest they shave, like, the sides of their head just to keep Ooh. their earways super clear. So maybe... <laughs> <laughs> it could be this, but with the sides shaved very clear. They care so deeply about sound. They don't give a shit about fashion or people's looks. I want that this hair is... in the middle to stick up so high. <laughs> <laughs> some reason I'm thinking of like some kind of like old butler in one of the Disney movies. I can't remember which one though. What you mean the one from um, uh, Little Mermaid? Like he had a wig. Yeah, the, li- the Little Mermaid butler. Uh. <laughs> So I was just remember having a real like tight curls at the top and not sh- obviously yeah. not shaved, but yeah. quite short. And oh, mm. it's going to be a mess. But I also <laughs> thought wig because then obviously if you've got a hero who there's, I just thought that I wanted them to not get caught by anyone. Oh, I just I see. thought if like some sort of disguise based thing because mm. obviously if you've got someone down the road who soundproofed their flat and has got all sorts of kind of weird noises going on. And then the next day you see a hero out on the road collecting noises and replacing them with... They'll know. They'll um, know. Rubber ducks and stuff. I feel Just like they'd soundproof... Kind of them off the scent. I feel like they'd soundproof that flat, right? Mm. Yeah. Or at least soundproof like the, the, the important parts of their flat. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think, uh, speaking of soundproofing, we should stop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank oh, you. Have, have we made too many um, too many um, amplified sounds? I don't remember the term you said at the start <laughs> of the episode. Uh, it's fine. This episode hasn't gone on for eight hours, so oh, okay. yeah, we yeah, should yeah. be fine. Hmm. Just listeners, please don't listen to eight episodes in a row of our hmm. podcast. Please have a bit of time between each one. At least, I'll at least do it in like a low volume, like sixty hmm. decibels. Measure it out. Thank you all so much for listening to our wonderful podcast at a reasonable reasonable volume, looking <laughs> after your ears because you only get one pair. They're not they don't grow back like teeth. Josh, tell them how they can support our uh, humble uh, our audio uh, programming um, thing. Yeah. Our podcast. That's the one. Yeah, uh, you can go to your podcast website and review us. You know the drill by now. Obviously, a drill that is under 60 decibels. Um, Mm. Review us. Leave a four or five star review. Anything less, and I will. I won't take any notice. Um, (laughs) And we'll stick your handle through the name Cherna, and you two can be our hero. SoundCloud. You know, I don't need to explain it. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get them, review us. BBR underscore podcasts is our Twitter. Mm. Uh, We'll be posting up pictures of. Amadeus Mozart and probably just the Jake Gyllenhaal Music Man sketch. Oh, and, in general. and the Wamola. And the Wamola. And the Wamola, because I'm sure even even with context, you won't know what it is. <laughs> uh, God damn it. If, if you're um, a Les Claypool fan, shout off in the comments of the <laughs> tweet, Twitter post. 
Um, I guarantee there are more people who know what a ramekin is than uh, <laughs> that makes Claypool. Is it Claypool? Uh, Les Claypool? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. No, come I, on. I, I truly forgot what their name was. Um, you you we'll were singing an... <laughs> it earlier. You were literally singing it. Yeah, but the song isn't called Les Claypool. It was called John the Fisherman. <laughs> Les Claypool um, is Funky Primus Band. All right, all right. There'll be an illustration the following yeah. Monday. Yeah, and, it, and it'll be good. It'll be wonderful. As it always oh. is, oh. because that's what Bitten by a Radioactive podcast is. Solid content followed by more solid content. Just banger after banger. banger I don't, I don't banger. like my illustrations being referred to as content. I would like that uh, <laughs> stricken from the record, please. Jade okay. is going to perfectly um, illustrate the uh, medium of sound in a visual format sure. to which it'll be a universal experience everyone who sees it will hear the same thing right jade yeah no that's not gonna happen this is gonna also be we're not gonna be calling our episodes bangers anymore because that's too loud <laughs> we'll be calling them tappers. tappers so it'll be tapper after tapper 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 after tapper after tapper listen to our latest yeah. whisper <laughs> oh oh we we gotta be yeah. careful doing this we've been banned by a radioactive podcast <laughs> oh my god went, went a bit went a bit too asmr there didn't we just just a touch Josh, you've messed up the outro. Now I can't. I can't jump in after you've said that, so I'm gonna have to say it again. You can just say your name. Oh, oh, that feels weird. I'll just do a little one. You've been bit by a radioactive podcast. Yep. Hi, <laughs> I'm Dean. Keeping the decibels down, my mate. Uh, I'm I'm Jade. Uh, there's plenty of ways to illustrate sound, Sarsen. And I am Josh, fighting the urge to yell at the end of my name, Randall. Thank you for not doing that. Nicely done. You've saved many years. Good night, everybody. Bye. Jade.